Blog Talk Radio. Well, good evening, everyone. Welcome to PGN Tuesday evening. This is Deborah with you this evening, um, Tuesday night, uh, September 19th, 2023. Good to be back. Um, God bless everyone. Uh, we're, I was out doing uh, some continuing ed, so very busy <laughs> time. Um, good to go, but definitely good to be back. And I missed everyone here, so God bless you all and PGN our family and friends um, who gather in the name of the Lord and with their strong faith, a spirit of might to lift up the name of the Lord. God bless you. <clears throat> so again, thank you everyone who's dialed in for ministry. You press one on your keypad. It will cue you to raise your hand so that I can open your phone line when we're ready for ministry. If you're listening online, um, We welcome you as well, whether you are live or listening at a later time. We bless you in the name of the Lord. You also can dial in for ministry at any time as well at 319-527-6027. And if you are a first-time caller, you also can text, phone text the uh, ministry line and... um, can give you that phone number. It's 214-505-8719. That is a PGN ministry number to text to, text messages um, that you are in queue if you're a first-time caller, 214-505-8719. You can do that any night, Monday through Saturday, Sunday, you know, 24-7, <laughs> anytime. You're welcome to do that and ask questions. And, um, our founder, beloved Randy Chandler, is the pastor, minister, uh, prophet over the ministry, so he will respond to you. So thank you so much. Well, let's pray before we start. So, Father God, we thank you, Lord, for this evening. Father, we just lift up your name and glorify um, who you are and all of your doing, all of your being, your character, and your virtue. Thank you for meeting here with us this evening and just dispensing um, your presence and your spirit here, Father God. Make deposits and imprints and impartations that only you can do, God, through through your presence and through your power. Um, And we thank you for this meeting place of faith. And may you be honored and may you be glorified um, as we gather and one accord um, to honor your name. Amen. Well, tonight I have been thinking about a couple things. Um, and I was pondering the verse from Second Timothy 1.7, which we're all familiar with, but it says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. And as I was pondering this power, love, and a sound mind, and just thinking about how the Holy Spirit works and um, in our lives and through our humanity and what he has done, um, I was thinking, you know, that this um, power and love and a sound mind is almost sequential 
and the way that he visits us and the way that, and, and it's not certainly limited to a sequential um, uh, sequential pattern, but it also can be overlapping. You know, they can be overlapping with his love, power, and a sound mind. And, um, but I do think, and then they can all be, of course, all encompassing or all encapsulated, you know, when you get a thought or a word of wisdom or whatever, but it's, and that's all encapsulated into your mind, but it's his power and his love and his revelation that is speaking to you um, at that time and making us a deposit and a sound mind, right? And even when we read scripture, you know, sometimes it might take us, uh, or reading the Bible, you know, it might take us a few chapters before we actually, before our soul, you know, um, or the humanity of us gets settled in and begins to extract and have that exchange of his wisdom and of his revelation and uh, where the truth begins to ground us. Um, and there is an element to, to that, that God wrote his word uh, to reveal himself. So he definitely is upon his word. Um, and God is always, he's speaking, he's always creating. Let's just say he's always continuing to create um, in us, right? And in the world, he's creating, um, you know, lasting impressions of his presence, of his boldness. He creates things through uh, the power of his word, of the breath of his word, breathing upon his word and the power of his presence, uh, the power of prayer, right? And Jesus ever lives to make intercession. So he himself is, um, and, and he has that his ministry is to reconcile. And we can come into agreement with that. He's still redeeming and still reconciling. And I think sometimes that's where, when his power falls upon us, uh, to love others in a loving manner, to serve him, right, with humility, and in a sound mind, which is our beliefs and our actions, right, and yielding, even to the word of God. Even if we consider the word, the word power, when we read it, we will actually yield ourselves to it and take on the actions in which we're reading, um, even if it's just for that day or just in that time and just in that season, that is a demonstration um, that he's given us a sound mind um, because our mind does demonstrate um, sometimes our feelings, definitely our beliefs, and then our beliefs cause us to act. So if we don't believe that um, the earth was actually flooded, that that's too hard to believe that that's actually happened in the purposes um, and the formation of how God chose a man to save the world and that grand, if you give the big picture, the big data, if you will, of, of scripture, because it's in heaven and on earth, <laughs> it is um, that's a good thing. So I want to talk about a little bit just about the power and a little bit of the love, and a little bit of the sound mind, because I do believe God is going to be demonstrating his power through people who are living in this manner, who are filled with this, and are not succumbed by the things of this world that are clogging up the wheel. So what is clogging up the wheel? Is it the mind? Is it love? 
you know, or in the one another's, love one another, um, or is it power? And, there, you know, we all can, you know, if we looked at all the, I don't know how many there are of one another's, there might be 30 or 50 of them. We all probably, um, I looked at them just this morning, I think, and I was like, oh, I definitely could repent of a couple of those right now because <laughs> I don't know that I've demonstrated them as well as um, in a manner that is Christ-like, that's for sure. So there's always things that we are placing before the Lord and being honest with him and um, wanting to stay yielded and humble to him. And we want to take serious the things that God takes serious and what he shows us in his word. And this is one of them, okay? And I do believe that in the last days, which where we are, is... um, We're going to see this more. So the people are going to be used by God and the power of God. Um, Like certainly there's going to be deceptions um, and a following way. And even the Bible talks about people um, are going to um, listen to doctrines of demons and follow that and the deceptions, but because they never knew the truth, right? They never had that inward working Um, of truth within them okay so in second timothy 1 7 which in timothy was in my normal reading um this past week and this week so um it says right after that it says do not be so for god has not given us a spirit of fear but a power love and a sound mind so do not be ashamed to testify about our lord lord And then he says, join me in suffering for the gospel by the power of God. So in the demonstrations of his power, we may, because we carry that, right, we may be um, receiving persecutions and some suffering, but it's because we carry the power of God, okay? And so in his... uh, Okay, I have that written somewhere else on here where he, uh, where we suffer with him, but then we reign with him as well, the word of God says, and when we do that in Romans. So it says, who has saved us and called us to a holy life, but by his own purpose and grace. Um, so if we endure with him, we also reign with him. Excuse me, that's 2 Timothy 2.11. And then 2 Timothy Three, it talks about the last days. And if you read that, it literally will talk about people who have no love, who are denying the power, and who have depraved minds. So this, my friends, is one reason why God takes us seriously is that we need to see this, that in the last days we're going to be up against the very things that he's imparted unto you and he's imparted unto me. And I would venture to say those of you who are dialed in and are listening on a Tuesday evening or perhaps another evening during the week you are taking seriously the things of the Lord and you are hunger you have hunger and thirst for God's righteousness or you wouldn't set aside your time right to be seeking him to hear from him to be filled from him for him to meet with you Right? Yes. So he sees your faith and he sees your hunger. And may he prepare you well with his power 
and with his love and his sound mind, because we are going to be up against in the last days. Again, you can read Second Timothy 3, and I'm not going to even describe all of the things. You've probably heard them before, but it does clearly say there's going to be people with no love, and it proceeds to say what that is, denying the power and people with de- depraved minds. And then it goes on to describe what that looks like as well. Okay. And so this is what we're up against. And everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. So John 17, um, Jesus said in his, in his own words that his word is truth. His word. So the very living word of God. And this is where I think we're going to feel. Um, not feel, but we maybe feel as well, but uh, some of the power of God is going to be according to his word. Because the Lord, I do believe he wants to demonstrate that he is living. He's still revealing himself through his word. Even in a world who wants to, you know, shut that down and cause great darkness, those that are going to be bold enough with the power of God to preach the word of God with his power and to speak the word of God, it's going to come forth and we're going to speak truth. And I'm not talking about the same type of truth like in the 80s or the 90s or whatever that is, you know, where we're necessarily coming against someone to argue because we're not going to quarrel in foolish arguments that don't um, benefit the hearer or the listener Right, we're going to speak with grace and with truth. And it's going to be because boldness, I looked at boldness at one time, and boldness really is just a memorable presence of the Lord. So even if somebody at the table next to you at Applebee's, whatever, wherever you might eat, hears you, overhears you praying to the Lord for your food, this is a memorable presence of the Holy Spirit and making a deposit, okay? And he's going to demonstrate his ways. It's going to be, uh, I think, manifold in greater ways as well, but that definitely is a presence um, aligned to that and your faithfulness for the purposes of his grace. So speaking his truth is actually he's, you're crashing through kingdoms. We're crashing through kingdoms when we're speaking his truth because it's the kingdom and the prince of this air and this world that is blinding and deluding and, and deceiving, right? Um, so in Second Timothy 4, he is saying, um, Paul is telling Timothy that he's giving him charge to preach the word. Preach the word. Isn't that interesting? And be prepared in season and out of season, and I and I do believe this is our season to be prepared. So the power uh, we know is Deuteronomy's power, right? That's on the cross. That's where it says, um, and uh, but those. Let's see. Um, for the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. Okay, so. Um, so dynamis power, what Christ did on the cross by his blood. We know there's power in his blood and every exchange that he made on the cross for us. You can look up every exchange that Jesus made on the cross for you by um, uh, Derek Prince. 
Uh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful how he has that written, and you can pray those things and believe those things for yourself, that you might receive the love of God and a sound mind, even through the power of his blood and the demonstration of what he did there in exchange for you. And then Exusus, I think I'm saying that right, is the power, um, well, one, it's, oh, Jesus says God has given him all power and authority, Right. And so that's why there's power in the name of Jesus for us. And then in Luke um, 10, 19, he tells us that, right, Jesus tells his disciples that, uh, Behold, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions over all the powers, over all the powers of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Um, God has given us the power to attack and defeat the enemy at any given moment. So please remember that if you have anything coming against um, relationally, love, your mind in the moment, love, uh, and power, and just take authority over those things. Okay, I think that's all. And then God is still creating, right? So sometimes in his power is when he's showing mercy, or he's strengthening someone. Sometimes we see Paul talking about how the Lord strengthened him um, with his power. So these are demonstrations of God's power as well. Um, and then we see um, uh, power can be many things backed up by the Holy Spirit. Um, so even to preach the gospel and the power to perform healing miracles. So even um, the evangelist Billy Graham said in one of his books, there, when referring to the Holy Spirit, that sometimes he just had to step back when the breath and the wind of God would come forth. He said he would just step back and let the wind of God take over and have its way um, in the meetings. You know, so he wouldn't interrupt that. He just honored it. He honored the power of God and the Holy Spirit and what the Spirit of God wanted to do. And he was following. So anyway, that's very cool. Okay, and so love, I'm just going to say this, in the world, there are many counterfeits to love. And we, I think we know this. We see them, they're demonstrated um, in all different measures and means through just so many. But love today and the world that you and I walk in has many counterfeits. And that's all I'm going to say about that because I think we have a great understanding because when you meet with love uh, and you understand it um, and experience it, then you recognize its counterfeits as well. And actually our words can be healing. And this is why, too, I think the word of God and even him saying, you know, speak words of um psalms, hymns, and different, you know, be gracious with your, with your speech, you know, and everyone who's listening um, and how you talk, you know, and not to be harsh or rude or conceited, yada, yada. Well, um, words literally, uh, scientifically can be healing in our minds when people, like when people own their own, like, hey, yeah, you know what, I was supposed to pick you up. Um, at four and I didn't get, I knew I wasn't going to make it to 430. I just thought maybe it would be okay. I'm so sorry. I made you wait and I didn't connect with you or, or try to, um, I don't even know why I did it. You know, like owning your own, 
mistakes, you know, owning your own errors and, and areas that um, that you've sinned in and asking forgiveness and meeting people where they are when they confront you um, and owning whatever you can out of that and directing that um, as truth. And I, and I was, okay, I'm going to leave it at that. Make a comment as a parent um, and say, own whatever you can out of that to help your child really see well, when we do that, um, this is more of a counsel note here, but when we do that, it actually helps us trust our gut uh, instead of people saying, trying to make excuses or, you know, to flip it and like, well, you never called me and texted me. I didn't know you were still going to do that, you know, like, and not, you know, twisting the blame and all of that thing. So love, let me go back because I feel like I'm getting off track here. Love, God gives us his love, and he gives us his word, and he demonstrates his love by sending his son. The word of God literally says that. God demonstrated his love for us by giving his son Jesus, his only begotten son. That's how he demonstrated his love. So we need to receive the love of God in every area, nothing hidden, and inviting him to even freely roam about our hearts. Um, and bringing his light, shedding his light on those areas that we could give it to him, that we have completeness and wholeness um, unto him, healing um, from any wound, right? And receiving love and then also demonstrating our love to the Lord and others. So there's many counterfeits in the world, and that's all I'm going to say about that. Or I'm finished saying, talking about that. So the sound mind, we know that there are many deceptions. And even, um, again, in Timothy, um, it talks about um, there, in the last days that people will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits. And things taught by demons, their consciences will be seared. Again, that has to do with the mind. Isn't it interesting how this all comes together? Um, and the, but we can be consecrated by the word of God and prayer. That's in verse 5 and First Timothy 4. So my husband was reading a note to me this week about um, the lies of the enemy. And I just want to read that to you. Let me open it up here. I'm not sure. There's a book that he he recently got, but it was talking about the contrast of um, the powers that the enemy wields that are against Jesus, okay, and that are um, the powers of Satan wailed by, by earthly government, okay, because that is how the enemy works, right? He's already been cast down, right? And so now we are contending and crashing through kingdoms. You're a kingdom crasher. <laughs> That's what you're called to do with his power, his love, and a sound mind. It's happening. Unbeknownst to you, even if it's unbeknownst to you, it is happening. And here's what it says under lies was the number one. Okay. I can't say all of them on here, but this is one he sent me. It says Satan, and this is not new to you, but this brings clarity. Satan is the father of lies. And since all the kingdoms of the earth are his, all the kingdoms of the earth wailed lies. They lie to other kingdoms and to their own citizens. 
They use propaganda and other forms of misinformation to advance their agenda. And this is why it's so widespread or it seems so organized, if you will, in some ways spiritually. Um, It is, but it's interesting, the overlapping lies and propaganda and agenda um, that the enemy, that the father of lies is on earth, right, as we're walking through this. And that's why um, when I speak the truth of his word, we are crashing through kingdoms. Um, So it also says, uh, and again, we're still in Timothy, to train yourself to be godly. We are training ourselves to be godly. And to be godly, we need his power, his love, and a sound mind. So thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God, just for unlocking things, God, that are not just words, God, open our understanding, God, to receive your revelation more and more, God, to have more power, God, if that's possible, Lord, to receive that, God, and those that have earned authority in places, Lord, may it be utilized, make it known to them, Father God, that it might be most effective in the areas, Father God, in which they've earned, Lord, and that you've placed. Lord, and that the prayers, God, the prayers of the saints, Lord, and the words, God, will be availing and effective and and, and much, God, for your glory, God, that these things are done for your glory, Father God. We thank you even for the gifts that you've given are according to your power, God, the gifts that you've dispensed amongst your sons and daughters or by your power, God. We thank you, Lord, that you would open doors for them to utilize it, to step into it, God, and to pray into it as well, Father God, Lord, so that, um, again, we know that it's done for your glory and for the lives, Lord, um, that we'll be receiving, God, the outpouring of your love and power and demonstrated by a sound mind in their lives as well, Father, in Jesus' name. So I don't know if you've noticed um, so many different lies and deceptions that are happening in the world and and even, um, um, you know, even increased disorders, if you will, um, and anxieties and different things. I've just noticed that they've just seemed to be increasing um, during this time. So um, we just thank the Lord for his purposes and the commandment um, is to love from a pure heart and from a good conscience and a sincere faith. Um, so we, we thank the Lord that he can, um, we can demonstrate that unto him as well. In Jesus' name. And so here's what, um, I mean, I have a couple other, let me just make sure I'm not missing anything over here. Okay, I'll read with the last verse. Okay, let me just uh, share with this too as well. Additionally, um, Philippians 2, 1 through 11 does talk about the mind. It's talking about the mind, uh, which is interesting. Ephesians 1, 15 through 23, talking about the power of God. And a lot of times the power does um, and scripture referred to the cross, but also Jesus's power and then the power he gave his disciples um, as well. And then 
Um, so here's here's what we need to take seriously. It's <laughs> all of it, really. But um, but if we're going to live in these last days, um, really, you know, uh, Timothy gives some very sound advice of what that's going to look like um, and how we're going to receive that. So again, I'm just um, proposing that the um, power, love, and a sound mind that they're sequential in some degree, and then they're also overlapping, and then they can also be encompassing, right? Like um, I was saying earlier, for those of you um, that are here are hearing me repeat it, but like if you receive a word of wisdom, it's encapsulated, right, with, um, with power and love and a sound mind. That's where it's deposited. So it can be all three things, and they're not three separate things at three separate times. Um, but they certainly are, can be sequential because I know when I came to know the Lord, I did receive his power and his love and my mind took that in, right? And, and had the understanding of that and I was filled with his power and I was experiencing his love um, and definitely gaining his wisdom and his understanding at the same time. So if we think about it as a time, when have we received that? When have we experienced that? And, um, and to take those things seriously, because, because 2 Timothy is talking about the last days, what it looks like to not have love, to deny power, to have depraved minds. These are very crucial, serious things the Lord has given us to make it through the last days. To speak his word of truth, I believe his power is going to be on his word. And people are already demonstrating this, but I believe it's going to be even more and more. And we're going to be crashing through kingdoms, deceptions, and lies um, as we speak truth. And we need to know this because in the sufferings, just as Christ, it says, join me in my sufferings for the gospel by the power of God. Ultimately, we accept the challenge, right? We accept the challenge for the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay. So we also take serious is this, because you are called to, so when we look at incarnation and the growth of what happened, right, it started with wind, right, his breath. Jesus breathed his breath and he created Right? He's still creating, the power to create. But he, the wind, he breathed his breath and created. Then there was a burning bush of his presence and his power, right? Then became a pillar. So it was ever increasing, this incarnation of his presence and his power, love, right? For a sound mind, it was ever increasing. So then it became a pillar, right? A cloud and a fire. Then it became a tabernacle, which was a residence. Okay, the tabernacle became the residence of God, a dwelling on earth. And then there was a temple, and the temple was solid. It was a solid place for the Lord to be. And then there was the second temple, but it was even larger um, than the first. It was increasing, ever increasing, a solid place for him to be. Then in John 2, he came as a human being, the indwelling in Jesus, right? The indwelling incarnation and a human being is demonstrated through Jesus in John 2, increasing, ever increasing on earth, okay? 
And then came Pentecost, right, where he kind of breathed his breath. The fire of God came upon us. His residence uh, takes up within us, right? Uh, The second temple is like when we have that exchange um, and we share uh, the presence of God, it can manifold into another person, right? So it's ever-increasing. And God takes this very seriously. He demonstrated this throughout centuries. And he's placed his spirit within you. And you need to know that you yourself, wherever you go, whoever you speak to, you bring forth light, beauty, and goodness. These are the things that you hold within you and possess in your workplace, wherever it might be, in your workplace, whatever you think that is. You know, but there is a form of where you reconcile. You're reconciling something in someone's life, even if they're noticing a disruption to their own lives, a disruption to their own comfort, a disruption to um, not having peace in their own life, you know, and saying, why, why do you have peace when the world, there's so much turmoil and, you know, yada, yada, right? And there's, there are a lot of hardships. There really are. And uh, we do need to meet people where they are. But at the same time, you are the light. We are redeeming God, and we're allowing the Holy Spirit and his power to work in the other person's life and to be that breath, you know. And, to, and so in your mind, and say, Lord, what is it? What is it I'm to do here? What am I to say? How am I, what do I need to do, God? I'm here for you. I'm representing you. I work for you. You know, you're managing my life. You brought me here. What is it? You need to speak English to me. Speak to me plainly. Whatever it might be, however you speak to the Lord. But in that, um, and even if you don't ask him in the moment, I do believe that he's demonstrating. If you are a son and daughter being led by the Spirit, you are demonstrating his beauty and his goodness and his light. But I also believe his power is going to come forth through the words that we speak because he's creating reconciliation. He's creating redemption. That's what he's longing and coming to do, right? It's through his righteousness and justice and mercy and truth that are before his throne and redeeming the whole earth. So this is still his heart. Just like when people get hurt, uh, healed, excuse me, through his power, it's a form of redemption. He's reconciling it back to the way it was. And he's showing us he's still active in this. This is his heart. This is his way. This is um, the works of the Lord. Um, And this is his glory and his glory alone. So we thank you, Father, for every redemptive work um, that you're doing through the power of the cross, Lord, in our time and in our day. In Jesus' name, Father God, will you bring us forth Lord, to be a light that carries your beauty and your goodness uh, to all people, Father. So we thank you, Lord, and and ask, Father God, uh, for um, the discernment and the wisdom, Lord, um, and, and to stay faithful unto you, Father, in Jesus' name. Oh, you know what? I was going to end this by, let me see, yeah. 
Yeah, let me do I think this will honor the Lord. This is David's praise to God in First Chronicles 29, 10-13. This is, uh, therefore, David blessed the Lord before all the assembly. And David said, Blessed are you, O Lord of Israel, our Father, forever and ever. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness, the power and the glory, the victory and the majesty. For all that is in heaven and on earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom, O Lord, and you are exalted as head over all. Both riches and honor come from you, and you reign over all. In your hand is power and might. And in your hand is, is to make great and to give strength to all. Now, therefore, God, we thank you and we praise you for your glorious name. Amen. And praise God. So let's open up the phone lines. Thank you for joining us. And let's get started here. Okay. 828-989. Good evening. Thank you for joining us tonight. Hey, Deborah, it's Jennifer from North Carolina. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Okay, let me um, mute you and come right back to you. So thank you, Father. Thank you, Father God. Um, Lord, we thank you, Father, for Jennifer. We just lift her up to you, Father God. We thank you for your grace. Lord, we thank you for your grace that is upon... um, the um, the keys of the kingdom, God, and to open doors and to shut doors, Father God. Um, Father, we thank you, Lord. Wait. Yes, thank you, Father, for um, so surely I said to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loose in heaven. So we thank you, Father God, for those keys. Um, so it's interesting that it says whatever you bind or loose. So sometimes that can be our words. So we thank you, Father God, um, just for the keys, for the grace, Upon those keys, Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for your demonstrations. God, we thank you, Lord, for your demonstrations, Father, in the name of Jesus. Like, even if you're going into a certain situation and you know it's the enemy and you need to, you know, shut the door on something while you're there or before you enter into, um, you know, I I thank thank the Lord for his grace that's upon it. And again, um, Many months ago, I know I talked about, we were talking about intercession, and I was talking about how um, where we have power by our presence. So, um, like if we're in some place that is an establishment, like a restaurant, or it's open to the public, and we're there, we have the power in that moment, not necessarily we go home and to pray over it later and yada, yada, but why we're there in the presence. Um, and they've opened it up to us and invite us in, right? So public place or any exchange of money or whatever it might be, um, there is a form of um, 
authority that you have in that moment to bind whatever harassing spirits, whatever's taking place in that moment, wherever you're invited, right? So um, even if you go to your neighbor's house and they're Hindu, whatever, you know, regardless if they know, you know, you can use the restroom and just bind the little um, influencers, you know, while you're there, um, you know, that you, that they cannot, surround you or leave, you know, attach themselves as parasites or anything. So, Father, we thank you again, or just go back to, um, Father, the grace um, for the keys of the kingdom that is upon her, Father. In Jesus' name, Father, we thank you for this, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord. And we thank you, Father God, that she looks to you, God, and she, she finds the path. Lord, as Jeremiah says, Father, and looking to you, God, and seeing the good way, Father God, and you open those doors for her, Lord, in Jesus' name. And I thank you, Lord. Um, again, I know I'm repeating myself to the keys of the kingdom, but somehow I think, um, yeah, there's something about speaking. There's something with the keys more than the elements, I think, that we've, um, there's something with the keys. Uh, to the kingdom that are more, it's not just, um, I know I'm not saying it superficially, but it's not just opening and closing. There's more of like a spiritual element of how it's applied to the opening and closing. Um, So there might be principles. It might be speaking. It might be, yeah, like different elements in placement of location um, that type of thing, but I do think, um, and I don't know if the Lord's already shown you these things. I've never heard anyone teach on this or say this before, but um, I'm just sensing that there's different on the keys of the kingdom. There's different ways to utilize those keys. I don't know even how to say it, but again, it it could be by principle, it could be by word, it could be by location. So we thank you, Father, um, for teaching her to utilize by your grace the keys of the kingdom, the keys of the kingdom. And so, yes, so the keys are plural, so the keys of the kingdom. So even in that, the plural part, what does that mean, right? (laughs) So um, there's different keys. Um, Yeah, there's something... Plural part of that. Uh, there's something there as well. Thank you, Lord. So, yeah, because the keys of the kingdom. So is that double or is that more? Hmm. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Jesus' name. Okay. So I know that. Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Let me see something here. Um, I 
And I know a lot of times, so, um, and Isaiah, it says, yeah, they, um, okay, yeah, you'll just have to, and maybe the Lord's already speaking or talking to you about that. Um, but as uh, the key is placed on his shoulders, the keys of the kingdom and in Revelation. So, <clears throat> Matthew, Revelation, keys. Okay, this one, this one says Jesus used the key of knowledge to reveal himself for the sole purpose of spiritual authority. Um, so that's interesting. So there are different, I've never really seen that before. I'm sure Jesus is the ultimate key, right? He opens the door for us in the kingdom. However, yeah, there's something there and I can't get a grasp it. But, um, so thank you, Lord. And, so, you know, keys mostly are, right? It's not necessarily um, keys. Mostly if Jesus is saying, I've given you the keys, um, mostly the elements. I know when I looked this up before in Isaiah, it's, it's like an unlocking. It is an unlocking element. That's what it was used for, to unlock things for the kingdom of God, right? To unlock for the unlocking of things, um, right? Because God, Jesus opens, he's the door and he opens the way for us. So that element of unlocking is the most purposeful. And so shutting doors um, or closing doors, um, you know, and sometimes that's ending and just not going back, but uh, certainly asking the Lord for his wisdom um, and the elements that are involved and opening and unlocking and utilizing, um, you know, and even speaking the principles, locations, and the grace um, that God has on you for the keys of the kingdom. So praise God. Amen. Amen. Yeah, that really spoke to me. Um, I feel like he's really been pushing me on my comfort zone to start using his authority in things. And you were talking about, um, you know, apart from the elements. And I don't know, this. he's been speaking to me about gateways, and I keep seeing, like, gateways to cities. Mm-hmm. And because he was having me look up, you know, because you know, you know how cities have, like, a gateway, a gate? Yeah. Um, he was speaking, yeah, he was speaking to me about that the other day, and um, I don't know if it has something to do with that. Oh, but I know yeah, that that might. Key, like, I know he, I know he gave Peter the keys. He had given Peter keys, and I know that was, I think it was about building, and he's really been showing me a lot about building. But yeah, just have to seek. Um, more, but definitely confirmation about the keys. Like that's something he's 
spoken to me in the past, and I really feel like this season, like I'm in the new season where he's pushing me out of my comfort zone and really asking me to take action. So, amen. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, very good. In fact, um, you just reminded me, um, when I was gone, I think I was praying at one point. I seen the word gateways or something, and I remember praying that and uh, er, uh-huh. worship where we were, um, something about gateways. As soon as you said that, it reminded me that I have um, prayed that. So I wouldn't be surprised if God's not doing something there. <laughs> And the, um, hmm. so that, yeah, that's that's interesting. So praise God. Wow. Wow. You had given me, I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was you. You had given me a word last time about Psalm 133, about um, commanding the blessing of the Lord like forevermore. Mm. And um, that was kind of an action that he's had me doing, but I had, I was doing it and I kind of got distracted and I actually like God confirmed that the other day because I had a friend call that doesn't normally call. Um, and she's like, God is just, you know, wanting me to re- remind you about Psalm 133. <laughs> so, that was just confirmation oh, wow. to the last one that you had given me. So I just wanted to yeah. thank you with that. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you. Yes, actually, I just did look to see what was there, and I did write that down. So, yeah, praise God. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's so cool. Um, that's mm-hmm. wonderful um, to hear how the Lord, and then that's just so cool how the Lord, um, it's just amazing how he does that. <laughs> From heaven, and then he confirms it on earth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just out of the blue yesterday, you know, because I had forgotten, you know, just distractions. And it's like he obviously didn't want me to, wanted me to continue to do it. And, um, yeah, just out of the blue from somebody that I don't normally get calls from. So, so I just called it yeah. kind of that. So, yeah. Like, okay. It's about well, like I know. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. what a unity in the mind that actually is the Philippians too, I didn't read it, but one through eleven, talking about the mind and the unity in the body of Christ. Yeah, those that are believers, you know. So um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Good word and confirmation too. Yes, for yeah. sure. It's definitely moving and speaking and, like, yeah, it's not a time to be idle at all. Um, Yes. Yes, yes. Very good. Well, thank you so much for joining us this evening and giving us a confirming word. As well, and uh, a privilege to pray with you. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you too. <laughs> Thanks. Bye bye. Okay, we have five zero two five four eight. 
Good evening. Thank you for joining us. Good evening, Deborah. This is Greg from Kentucky. Hey, Greg. How are you doing? I'm good. Very good. Okay, let me mute you for a second and pray for you. Thank you for joining us. God bless you. So, Father, we thank you for Greg. Father, we just lift him up to you, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord. Um, like, I don't know, it seems like the word, the canonized word of God. So, you know, that little container that people, um, they put something in, like, to preserve, and then, like, sometimes they might bury it for 50 years or whatever. But something about the preservation of the word of God, uh, and I don't know if it's something that you've kept before the Lord, um, you know, and hidden before the Lord. You know, I know his word says that we're hidden in Christ, our lives are hidden with him. And um, so something of the word of God, because I see it like being canonized, if you will, preserved and kept, um, being kept for you, the preservation of the word of the Lord. We thank you for that. God, for preserving your word, preserving your promises, Father, um, that Greg has placed before you, Lord, that you've spoken to him, God. We thank you for the fulfillment of them, Lord, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for patience and quietness, God. He renews his confidence, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for fulfilling your promises, Lord, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father God, that you you do not slumber. Your word tells us you do not slumber at your word, Lord, but you are faithful to fulfill the promises, Lord. So we thank you again, Father, what has been preserved and kept will come forth and be known. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, that's very, it's a pretty awesome word. Yeah, it's pretty awesome, God. (laughs) (laughs) Very true. Very true. Yeah, that's very cool. I know it's like, um, you know, it's like being told or confirmed that he hears you, he's heard you. Um, I mean, I've had some tough times through the past few months, you know, with work and other stuff, and it's just, you know, some stuff is smoothed out, but he, uh, I don't know, he's, you know, overall through it all, he's been good. Yeah. 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 Well, that's good. I'm glad that you're getting on the other side of that. Um, Feels like it. Yeah. See the hand of the Lord upon that? Yes. I absolutely agree. It's like yeah, that song on Christian Radio, no, that song says, how can you not see God? Mm. Like see his hand I like print, it. I, you know, yeah. constantly, sporadically through my life. Well, I'm sure there's plenty that I don't see. 
thought it was there and I didn't notice. Yes, yes. That's true. I think we. Um, That can happen. Mm -hmm. Very good. I don't think I know that song, but I like that. I like those Yeah, um, who sings it? It basically talks about, you know, how can you not see God and, you know, and all these things, situations or whatever, where he's obviously there moving, shown his hand. I can not see that. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty cool song. That is cool. That's very cool. I'm good that it's out on the airwaves. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yep. Well, very good. Well, do you have any other uh, words of wisdom for the listeners? <laughs> words of wisdom. <laughs> Yeah, um, I mean, I think God's been good. I think, I don't think, I mean, I know he's been good. Um, had some really difficult work situations over the past several months. And even after I changed jobs, it went well for a bit. And then it got kind of sketchy. And, uh, but it's, there's a lot that's changed. And he has me in a place and a position that I don't, I'm, really content and really happy with what I'm doing right now. It's not perfect. It's not a perfect job. um, I'm certainly living and using talents that, you know, he's blessed me with and and doing something that I truly, truly enjoy. Well, that's awesome. That is a blessing there, God's grace. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Take some of the labor out of the labor. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Well, praise God for yeah, that. That's just one of those areas that I definitely see his hand. Yeah. I feel like I've seen probably well, more in my career than anywhere. Oh, that's cool. That's very good, really. That's a good testimony because you can help other people in that same area, you know. Yeah, and I I mean, I've had the opportunity to talk to other people about that. that, um, that, And career situations and job changes that there have been jobs that he literally dropped on my lap. Um, Sometimes, like, out of nowhere when I wasn't even looking. Other times when I was looking, but over an extended period of time where it's I was out of regular weekly paid work for, you know, five, six months. But yet at the mm-hmm. same time, there's always something that filled in that gap. I wasn't without income totally. There was always something that, you know, like once it was a customer from the job I had just left, wasn't happy with what they were doing after I left. And he called me and said, can you come fix this? Can you come and I'll pay you contract uh, to keep us fixed and train somebody here at my place to do what needs to be done so that we're not at the mercy of this company or any other for that matter. And so it turned into a six-week deal. They paid me a flat 500 bucks a week, and it wasn't a five, 
five-day, eight-to-five job. I mean, I probably worked maybe 20 hours a week. Mm-hmm. And I didn't ask for it. I wasn't looking for it. I didn't call them and say, hey, do you need help? And they called mm-hmm. me. And there have been several situations where he just, like, went, you know, if I was looking, he brought something at the right time or at times when I wasn't looking and he's just like, here's this. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just one of the areas that I probably noticed it the most. Yeah. That's very cool to see. That's that's really um that's cool how he's demonstrated that time and time again in that particular yeah. area. So um that that was very good to hear of his faithfulness and how uh, you know, uniquely stamped for your journey with his provision and his care for you, you know, and with ample grace and supply, you know. Yeah. Well, it's a faith and confidence builder. I trust that, you know, when you're feeling those times where it's like, I don't belong here. I don't, this is not where I need to be. I need something else. And do I look or whatever? And just like, he always mm-hmm. reminds me, he's like, you know, this is one area that I have, blatantly obviously always stepped in for you are you you know are you not going to believe that now i mean after all these things that you know that you know that i've thanked him for and talked to him about like you, will you doubt me now no yeah <laughs> yeah not you. so yeah that's you know sometimes if nothing else seems like it's clicking or I'm seeing something, you know, of or from him. That's one area that he quite frequently takes me back to and says, Hey, remember this? Like, oh yeah, I remember that. Hmm. That's good. That's a good word. So, yeah. Well, why don't you, well, just would you mind? Goes back to yeah, which, goes back to what? what you said about him, you know, just following through with his promises. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Because we find them. We do find the promises along our path. We step Mm -hmm. into them and find them. Yeah, that's actually kind of what I've seen now that you say that. It's like you stepped Mm -hmm. into it and found it. So that's cool. So let me just pray that over um, everyone listening. Father, we just pray, Lord. Uh, we thank you for your supply of every need, God. Your, your word says that we will find grace in our time of need, God. Uh, and I pray, Father, that those promises um, for those listening, God, on their journey, that they would step into the promises by your grace as well, Lord. And And we thank you, Lord, that that is even a demonstration of the power of your word to perform the faithfulness of your promise, God. We thank you, Lord, just how incredibly unique um, you are, uh, how you demonstrate your ways and your faithfulness to each and every one of us, Lord. I pray for those that are seeking and searching and asking and knocking, God, even if it's specifically for a job or a placement or whatever it might be, Father, we thank you, Lord, out of the testimony, the faithfulness, the testimony 
um, that has come forth, God, that you would repeat that thing, Father, and bring that forth, God, um, Lord, with the gifts and the talents, Lord, to be utilized, Lord, um, and to, you know, continue to be even a light and beauty and goodness in the workplace and in the community, really, because our work reaches our community, God. So um, we thank you for those connections, and we ask for your blessings and favor upon that for each listener in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, very good. Unless you have a prayer request, I think I'll move on to our next caller. I'll let you get to the rest of them. Thank you very much. Appreciate you. All right. Thanks for joining. Appreciate you, too. Good night. Good night. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Our next caller is 251-342. Good evening. Thank you for calling. Good evening. Deborah, how are you? This is Latrice from Alabama. Hey, Latrice. How are you doing? It is well in spite of... (laughs) Oh, very good. I like to hear it. Like to hear it. Okay, let me mute you and come right back to you. Thank you so much for joining us. So it's good to be back with all of you. Thank you for dialing in. I know that you were in good hands while I was gone. So praise God for Jeannie and Terrence and Tanisha and everyone else um, on the weekend as well. And of course, Randy. So, Father God, we thank you for Latrice, Father, in Jesus' name. We just lift her up to you, Father. We thank you, um, Lord. Thank you, Father God. Um, you know, um, like I see you demonstrating to the Lord, like where you're putting your faith, like um, where you're putting your faith out. Um, and oh gosh, it's like, <laughs> excuse me. And I don't know if it's even faith for your. Um, well, actually, the word tells us in Deuteronomy that our obedience can reach a thousand generations, right? And so I was reading somewhere, I don't know if it was, um, I don't know if it was the end of Romans or what, but it was saying anything that's not done in faith is sin. And I said, oh my goodness, like, is that right? And um, Anyways, um, but I'm I'm seeing you, uh, like, demonstrate your faith to the Lord, like, hey, I'm going to do this in faith, believing, because you believe the Lord. Okay, first and foremost, you believe the Lord, and then you take the act of faith and placing some, whatever it is before him, that he can see your demonstration of faith, believing the Lord in faith. And I see him honoring it, like, he sees, he sees that. And I also see you, like, looking for him and, um, you know, um, and how he will come through for that. Like, you, how he will come through with that act of faith that you're doing, like, looking um, and longing, even at a distance a little bit. Like, does he see it? Does he know it? Um, you know, does he know this demonstration of faith that I'm putting before him? And how is he going, like, looking and longing inwardly? Like, how is he going to come, you know, not how, like, not in a doubting sense, 
but a curious way of how will he come through this time, you know, like curious with expectation, if you will. So nothing negative about that at all. So, Father, we thank you, Lord. Um, we, we thank you, Lord, that you see all and you know all, God, that you all are, excuse me, omnipresent and all-powerful, God, and all-knowing. Lord, you are those things, Father God. So we thank you, Lord. And just the, the little glimmer of our hearts, Lord, the things that are spoken are not spoken, that are thought to be demonstrated, that are purposely demonstrated. Father, that you know all of that, God, in Jesus' name. And we thank you for Latrice, Lord, um, and coming through, God, when she when she is, um, acting in faith, Lord, and looking to you, Father God. We thank you. We thank you for her heart of faithfulness unto you, God, that she does it unto you and unto your name. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And there's something, you know, even very loving in your relationship to the Lord as well as you act in faith. It's like it's there's something very, a very strong connection and very lovingly that you um, act in faith and demonstrate your faith with the Lord. You know, very much that personal relationship, if you will, but, but it's very much like uh, engrafted into your, um, the fabric of your being um, and how you're doing that to um, not just honor him because in a way it is honoring him, of course, but it's, it's very loving. Um, it's very loving. It's kind of like, you know, my husband, if I know he likes tacos, right? And, um and then I go out of my way to do that, to demonstrate my love towards him for the things that he loves um, and to meet him, right? And to demonstrate, to demonstrate that to the Lord. Um, it's very loving and faithful. And um, the Lord and it's also very mature when we act on things according to the covenant, according to his word, right? Just like you would if you were married. Like, you know, if you have a conversation, hey, when you're out of town, I prefer you don't do this. Or like, if you're going to travel with work, and I want you to, you know, rent a car with another coworker who's a male, whatever, like whatever the standard is, whatever the comfort zone is, or whatever is discussed prior to, and then outside of the presence, you fulfill that word, you fulfill that conversation, um, you know, with a person you are covenant with, you honor the boundary, you honor the word. Um, you know, it's the same type of thing as there's a maturity in fulfilling the covenant um, in that way. So praise God for that. Oh, right. That was a word, Deborah. A timely <laughs> okay. word, a right on time word, and I received it. Oh, God has been showing up and showing all the way out. And uh, I thank him for everything that he's been doing and will do and has done 
uh, concerning me. The Bible says that he is mindful of us. And he has uh, definitely Mm. been just quite mindful. And it's um, getting to the point as if you, or if I think on a thing, uh, he's bringing it to pass. And um, and it's, it's it's being done suddenly. Um, mm. Don't have to tarry. Don't have to wait. Things are happening before my eyes that I not that I doubt or I guess I never would have particularly dreamed of. And when you were saying honoring him and um, putting faith out there, I could, mm-hmm. I had a conversation with him the other day. I was like, Lord, I knew that you could do this for me, but I had no idea it would come that way. And totally mm-hmm. out of the blue, but uh, you were absolutely right. Wow, that is so, God is so and, good. That's so incredible. Praise God. Thank you, Lord, for answering. And Latrice's faith, Lord, and just the answering. Oh, yeah. Thank you, God. What a it's, testimony. That is just a testimony to the Lord. It is uh, uh, out the roof now. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I'm so serious. I remember a few years ago, uh, Pastor Horn and I, we talked uh, quite a bit um, and uh, one day God told me that he was going to blow my mind. And I said, well, God, if you're going to blow my mind, then I'm going to let you do it. And um, about, I guess it's been maybe a month ago uh, now, I uh, I was talking to God and I was expressing that um, I wanted to have the house buying experience experience, you know, to be able to pick out this, what I wanted in a house, and, you know, the cabinets, the furniture, the paint, and and I was like, well, okay, and uh, I had bought a house several years ago, and I was rehabbing it, and I ended up staying in the house, so uh, it got where it was, I'm now fixing as I go, and uh so I had the need for windows. So I went to, I think, Home Depot, and I ordered the windows. But the thing is, I have 17 windows in the house. And mm. I was telling the guy what the dimensions were. He was like, no, you have it backwards. And I was like, no, I, I, I know how to measure a window. I had the young man that's going to do the windows measure the windows. And long story short, he did them incorrectly, so they came. I had to wait like four months, and I had to send them back. Anyway, uh, then it was people where you sign up, they can help you with some windows. Nobody ever assisted me, but I understand why. Uh, I attempted to get some assistance with some windows, Again, because, mind you, I hadn't worked in about two and a half years now. And mm-hmm. uh, so I never could do anything. So this one lady, she was like, well, okay, Miss Ward, I'll do this and we'll see this. And 
And anyway, I, the Lord allowed me to find favor with this young lady. And uh, so I began to talk to her and minister, and she asked me different things. And I was assisting her the best that I could. Anyway, they uh, she they she told me she said, Miss Ward, you have a five bedroom house with three bathrooms. I was like, yes. Yeah. She said, what about a four two? And I was like, uh, okay. So I'm thinking that I had been approved for assistance, and maybe they were gonna knock out a wall in one bedroom and make it a big bedroom or turn a bathroom into a closet. I I had no idea. And she said, no, ma'am. She said, uh, with your permission, if you give us your house, uh, we will turn around and build you a house from the ground up. And I was wow. like, do what? And she said, yes, we will build you a house from the ground up, and you will actually go through the building process. She used the same words that I used when I was talking to God. And wow. I was like, get out. So long story short, she was like, well, Ms. Moore, um, this is going to work out, and I'm so happy that I was able to find these things and these programs and this money. And she said, the beauty of it is uh, when your house is done and you get the key, you get the deed as well. So God wow. has truly blown my mind concerning that situation. So um, <laughs> when he brings things back to your remembrance, mind you, I hadn't worked in two and a half years, and probably by the end of the, before the end of this year, I have a four bedroom, two bathroom from the ground up. Wow. So just because you haven't seen it happen doesn't mean that it can't be done. <laughs> wow, that is an incredible testament. How long ago did that happen? Uh, I did the paperwork uh, Friday, last Friday. Oh, wow. Wow, that's <laughs> incredible. Did I say the word window when I was talking to you? I I don't I don't know Deborah I was okay I, don't I might know. not have said it but I definitely <laughs> seen it I know this is an aftermath but I definitely thought I was seeing a window you're looking through and you're putting out your face in a window so um I don't know if I said the word window but that is so interesting wow and that is such a powerful testimony yes, of um, putting is. your faith out there yeah that is incredible. Incredible. Look, wow. and it, and it's all the way out there. Uh, I mean, <laughs> just the last month, he's just blown me. I'm like, away. And I was like, okay. And uh, like school, uh, I had a, a balance due. And this lady was like, uh, Ward, you need to apply for this scholarship. And I, they gave me one. And I was like, well, okay. And uh, now, mind you, the beauty with this is the, the deadline had already passed, and mm-hmm. it had a, a $500 cap on it. And I was like, well, okay. I said, but a 500 would be a, would be $500 quick. 
closer than I am. And uh, sure. so I, uh, I was praying. I was like, well, God, if you tell me what to put on the application, then, you know, I'll do that. And um, I'm like, you know, it's in your hand. So I filled out the application, and uh, at the, it was only five questions. And uh, I did, I answered as God instructed me to do. And then it had that I needed my transcript. But I didn't have it. Uh, I was in I was in one city, and the school was in another city. So I called sure. my advisor, but she didn't answer. And they normally call you back if they miss a call. So I, I sent I emailed the lady the application, and when the, my phone rang, and I was sitting in the middle of the library, and um, so I was thinking it was the counselor because it had the name of the school I went to. And I was like, yes. And it was like, is this Ms. Ward? I was like, this is. She said, she gave me her name, and she said, Ms. Ward, I'm granting you $1,000 for your scholarship. And I was like, huh? And she said, yes, (laughs) ma'am. So I'm speaking in tongue and shouting and dancing in the library. (laughs) Because she gave me double than a scholarship that had already been cut off. And it was cut off like August 10th, and I just found out about it. And uh, I was like, oh, my God, just just unheard of. And I'm like, unmerited favor. So (laughs) I love it. That's awesome. It well, just goes on and on. But oh. we tell the Lord, thank you, in spite of. So uh, he's still doing what God does. And uh, it's, it's just unbelievable. And I mentioned on that Tuesday, uh, I got an opportunity to minister to these young ladies at Clinical. And uh, I was telling them, that uh, they were like, one of them wanted to learn how to fast, and the other one said that she wasn't, uh, she didn't hear God talking to her anymore. And uh, mm-hmm. I was telling one lady about uh, one of them how to fast and what I do and, you know, and my opinion about it. And so the other young lady, I said, it's not that God's not talking. I said, you don't want to hear or receive what he's saying. Because he mm. told you specifically not to do the yada yada, and that's what you want to do. So now you're saying you don't hear him. So, you know, there was a lot of silence, and then she just burst out laughing. She said, Whoa, how do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was telling them, I said, uh, the Lord owns the cattle on the thousand hills. And the word says that he'll give you houses that he did that you didn't build. And then the next day, while we were on break in the classroom, I get the call about my house. So I was wow. like, "Oh my God!" What a testimony! It, it, just, wow. it was awesome. See, that is awesome, and I love I love that it was the word of God, and you just spoke it, and now they yes. are participants so, uh, of your fountain of life, you know. 
Yeah. That's, that's cool. So after yeah. they after they caught up with me, I could tell them, but because every time I was bent over and I was speaking in tongues, but every time every time I stood up straight, I get louder, so I had to stay bent over for a while. Oh, it was just yeah. unbelievable. But oh, uh, God. God is good, all by Himself. That's a beautiful testimony. Yes. Thank you so much for sharing that. Thank That's you for awesome. allowing me to share with the people, but it does matter what you believe. Yes, amen. Amen. And thank you yes. again, Deborah. I decree the blessings of the Lord on you as well, and may he continue to make you rich and add no Amen. Thank you so much, Latrice. God bless you. You're welcome. Have a good one. Good you night. Too. Bye-bye. Okay. Thank you for calling. Okay. 804-370. Thank you for calling. Who am I speaking to? This is Angie from Virginia calling you from a trick number just to fool you. <laughs> it's a different number. <laughs> I made the oh, answer. Okay. <laughs> now, I have a friend here, hey. Wanda. Oh, and wait, I want you to Wanda pray for her, Wanda? too, and she'll have a prayer okay. request at the end. So you have to start with me, and then I'll pass you along. It's okay, what fair. is your friend's name? Is that with a W or an R? Well, Rhonda, Rhonda with an R-H-O-N-D-A, Rhonda. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Help me, Rhonda. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, hold on. Okay. Um, okay, I was just writing something down. Okay, let me um, mute you for a second and um, we'll come back to you. Yep, thank you. Thank you. So, Father God, we thank you for Angie. In Jesus' name, Lord, we thank you, Father God, Lord. And we uh, pronounce, for there's a pronunciation, like pronouncing, um, you know, um, pronouncing the blessing. I don't know if there was a priestly um, anointing on your life to pronounce things. Um, and I don't know, I've never done a study or look up the things that Jesus pronounced over the people or, or the words where it says, um, you know, the priest pronounced the blessing. This was pronounced. You know, I know that we do proclamations and declarations. And I don't know if pronouncing is the same as um, a proclamation, Um, and it may or may not be, but it's very powerful. Proclamations are actually very powerful. I remember, um, and I know this might seem off, but I I do remember seeing this. um, uh, We went through uh, many years ago the um, Dolly Parton, her um, museum. And walking through the walls, like from one upstairs to go to downstairs, you walk through the hallway. And on the walls there, they have a, a lot of pictures there. And while we were waiting, because it was crowded, I was reading some of them. And one was through the city. The mayor um, wrote out a proclamation for her. So now he must have spoke it, you know, when it was handed to her. I don't know. I'm assuming so. But it said, this is a proclamation um, from the mayor to her, and he was talking about, um, you know, like her place in the city. It's very powerful. It's very much like a prayer, uh, these proclamations, you know, especially from um, people in authority, because God does work with authority, and the realms of that, when we have um, agreements, 
uh, with the authorities and they speak such things um, as that or even put them in writing and it becomes a proclamation. It does open things in the atmosphere first, so spiritually first and then um, on earth. So God does use that. So I don't know if you have people over your life that are in authority that are speaking like proclamations and um, opening doors for you in some way spiritually um, as well. Um, so we thank you for that, Father, in Jesus' name. And um, hold on a second. Okay, yeah, so let me say something here. <clears throat> Okay, hold on a second. Yeah, so I'm thinking, okay, I'm looking up this pronouncement. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I would maybe look that at this probably very similar to proclamation I'm thinking uh, of the pronounced. Let me just write this down. Thank you, Father God. So we thank you, Lord, um, how you're using her, God, and opening doors, Lord. And we thank you, Father God, for all authority, Lord, all authority, Father God, has been given unto her by Jesus, Lord. So we thank you, Lord, for the things that she pronounces clean and unclean, God, and just that priestly um, blessing, again, the priestly blessing and pronouncing, pronouncing proclamations. Thank you, Father God, and just the authority on earth. Yeah, that proclaims things, right, and that speaks things well. Um, over you. So we thank you, Lord, for Angie, Father God, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for her placement, God. We just proclaim a blessing upon her, God, in the placement, Lord, that you have her to bring forth the fruit of the land, Lord, that where she walks, Lord, in her vocation, Father, just call it forth, Lord. We call forth the fruit of the land, Lord, um, for her to walk in. Father God, we thank you for that, God. And let the proclamation go before her, God, and then she follows by stepping into the way. So, yeah, so it used to be um, back in the day like the Salvation Army. Before they would go into a city or once they were entering a city, they would go down the main street in the city and they would play music, like play, praise, music. And this was like their proclamation of coming through the city and setting it up and establishing it in order, right? So they were like setting up the atmosphere for everything to line up behind them, you know, that they were going to demonstrate, you know, the gospel and preach the gospel as well. But the music and the praise was like their proclamation unto the city. So I'm seeing this proclamation or the pronouncing 
um, before you, like clearing the way and opening a path, and then you follow up behind it to step into it, to bring forth the fruit of the land. So um, we thank you for that, God. We thank you for the increase, God, in broadening um, her place, Lord, and where she walks, Father God, in the favor of God and the grace of God and the power of God and the love of God and the sound mind to be with her, God. We thank you. In Jesus' name, Lord, for preparing her for such a time as this. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, that's great. That <laughs> means that it, it's declared and then it's proclaimed. Right? Is yeah, that what you so were saying? Kind of, yes. So kind of, yes, declared and proclaimed. And like that spiritually opens up the atmosphere and then you step into it you're following by actually yeah clearing the way so it's for like, you to uh, walk it's in like it. the praise and worship when you get started in uh before church to open up to be able to get the atmosphere set right in church just setting the atmosphere right between you and you're opening up second heavenly reads or whatever so your praise and worship is getting through your uh proclamation of um whatever is is lifted up and it's going before you. So it's like clearing the way for you, correct? Yes, it is clearing the way for you. But here's another thought too. Like if you have a pastor or somebody say, um, somebody that has a type of authority, if you will, say, um, hey, Angie, I want you to come to our church or come to this um, home group meeting or this woman's uh, luncheon, breakfast, whatever, and I want you to share your testimony. Right. Well, what, what they just did is they pronounced the blessing over you. They just pronounced and opened the proclaimed an okay. open way for you. And now you're going to step into that, okay? And you're going to step into that okay. land that's going to be fruitful for you. Right, right. So it can look a couple of different ways. Or, hey, I want you to come and pray at this home meeting. We want you to show up or do this. And, you know, like there could be eight people praying, and we want you to pray this section and, you know, no more than two minutes. Okay, well, then they've just opened it. They proclaimed and pronounced a way for you to um, to walk in, you know. Right. Okay, I understand it. Yeah. Okay. Well, praise God. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Now, Rhonda, now, now for my Rhonda. Okay. <laughs> Here, she, she's um, listening. I'm listening. We're, okay. we're sitting at the table. Say, got you on speaker. You're in. Okay, you're in our awesome. group meeting. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I like that. I like it. Um, uh, hi, Rhonda. Good evening. Hi. Hi. Okay. Nice meeting you. Thank you for. Nice amen. to meet you too. Are you guys, Amen? Are you guys having snacks or no? Well, we're actually. Um, ooh, been going through a lot. Let me see here. So we're enjoying um, our dinner. Uh, okay. Just enjoying our dinner and um, trying to figure out what our next step is. Okay. Maybe trying to see where God is leading and 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 how things are going here. Okay. Basically. All right. Thank you. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Okay. Let me um, mute you and I'll come back and talk to Rhonda. Pray for her. Okay. 
Thank you. So thank you, Lord. For Rhonda, Father God, we just lift her up to you, God, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for your precious, mighty servant of the Lord. And you carry the fragrance of the Lord um, as well. But this precious, mighty servant, you know, where unassumingly um, there's like this precious, um, you know, like the fragrance of it's precious and um, people, you know, um, are maybe drawn um, to that, you know, how it's precious and there's a beauty. But I see you having um, might, the might of the Lord um, as you serve the Lord. I don't know if he's gifted you with this or placed this upon you or, or you've seen it demonstrated um, in your life and through your life in different areas. Um, but we thank you, Father, uh, for the power of God that is at work in her life. And I don't know if you guys were here earlier um, when I was talking about um, the power of love and a sound mind a little bit differently than, you know, I was talking about how it works sequentially and it overlaps and it's also encompassing. Um, so, so we thank you for the power of God. But when he gives us gifts, the reason I was uh, circling back around to that is because when he gives us gifts, those are, those are, uh, his power, right? The gifts are given by his power. And, um, and even if it's administration, if someone has a gift of administration, that's through the power of God. Well, um, so this might is through his power, but it's to bring him glory. So um, I thank you, Lord, for how, um, you know, you, Rhonda, may draw people in um, through the fragrance of the Lord, which, <clears throat> if, and in some um, verses, which I had read earlier about, let's see, um, <clears throat> for the message of the cross, right, is uh, foolishness to those who are perishing, but those who are being saved, it's the power of God. But it also talks about the fragrance of the Lord. I don't know where the scripture is about um, of the sweet aroma of Christ but also um, the power of God in it. So there's something with the might um, and just a precious, um, you know, um, beauty or whatever, you know, beauty and goodness that people um, are drawn to. So, Father, we thank you, Lord. Um, We thank you, Father God, Lord, for every gift of power that you've given Rhonda, God, um, we thank you, for that even using your gifts of power doesn't trample on the fragrance and the beauty and the delicate, you know, and the fragile things um, that maybe people are drawn to, you know, um, that the, the, that doesn't trample or overcome that. It just demonstrates um, his power and brings other people into that, right, where they encompass his power, his love, um, and it touches their mind, giving them a sound mind, which we need in this hour to not be deceived, um, but to know the truth. So we thank you, Lord, um, with the spirit of might. And I don't know a lot about it. I just know, um, and from what I've read, from like in Moses, right, it says that there was a spirit of might on them to deliver, um, to deliver the people, Um and God, God was by the by His great might, you know, that He delivered 
uh, the people. So um, there could be a demonstration of many different things. Um, you know, they could be delivered into his love, delivered um, into a sound mind, um, salvation, healing. You know, it could be um, several different things there. So, Father, we thank you for Rhonda, God. Um, and we thank you, Lord, just even for her fellowship with Angie, God, as they meet, Lord, and as they banquet with you, truly, Father, as they're banqueting with you and in your presence, Lord, that you encompass them, Lord, with your presence, Father God, that you fill them, God, with the wisdom of every provision, God, as they're seeking your direction and your hand, God. We thank you for Latrice's testimony. Father, of great faith, Lord, looking out unto you, Father God, and how you answer um, and respond, Father, unto them, God. Do, do that in ways Lord, that blow their minds as well. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for coming through for them, Father. We thank you, Lord, that as your faithful servants, Lord, seek you uh, in such an hour, in such a time as this, God, that you would, you would place your glory Place them in a ring of glory, Father God, and to bring forth, Lord, uh, to, just to bring forth, Lord, uh, your glory, God. Let it be done for you, um, in your name and for you, Father God, that, that truly you would be esteemed and that you would be um, brought forth, Lord, with all honor. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Place them where you would have them, God. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Okay. All right. Praise God. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Now, we both have a prayer request for a fellow called Ray. Right. Okay. Okay. Anything specific, or just to pray over him? Just pray over him, and we just don't want to. We just want the, you know, the uh, word of the Lord over His love and mercy to protect him. Yeah. Okay. Some other protection. Okay. All right, let me pray for Ray. Thank you, and I'll be back. Thank you, ladies. So, Father God, we thank you for Ray, Lord. We just lift him up to you, God, and we do, Lord, ask that you um, would be, uh, that he would be in, like, your radar, God, and your radar, Lord, and in your um, circumference, God, of your divine um, protection, Lord, that you would powerfully shield and guide and guard him, Lord, I pray, Father God, um, in Psalm 94, it talks about how the Lord um, will instruct us um, in his, well, in his laws, but it's really showing, like, instructing us in the ways of the Lord, right? So the laws are left to, to show us that we need grace and that grace is available to us. So um, we, we thank you for that, Father, in Jesus' name, and for guiding him. Lord, and then also, Lord, giving him relief from um, his adversary, Father, in Jesus' name, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father, our 
just release it from his adversary. In Jesus' name. I don't know if there's anything on his skin. I'll come back to you. I don't know if there's something happening with his skin. I don't know. Um, so thank you, Father. And then there's one other. Oh, let me look. I think there's one other part to that verse that I'm forgetting. I'm not saying it here, Lord, but I do pray, Father, that you would shine forth um, and raise life, Father God. You would shine forth, Lord. Shine your way, Lord. Your word says that you are the light of life, Father. So I pray, Father God, as you shine forth, Lord, um, that he would not walk in darkness or participate in any ways of darkness, Lord, in Jesus' name, but um, by faith, Father God that you would reveal your light, Lord, your marvelous light, the light of um, your word, Lord, um, and and may he follow you, Father God, and um, have the light of life um, be upon Ray, God, the light of life. We just uh, pray that and declare that over him in Jesus' name. Amen. The light of life. Um, yes. John eight twelve. Does he have anything going on with his skin or no? Well, now that you prayed it all, he's incarcerated. He, um, they pulled him back, and I don't, I, I don't know much. I don't know Ray very well, but what I do know of him, he's a good follower and everything. And um, he was serving time. He served 21 years. And mm-hmm. he got a, a for nonviolent crime, crimes, mm-hmm. you know, they were, you know, burglary, breaking in, you know, that kind of stuff. But it was mm-hmm. a series. <laughs> and they sentenced him to like 65 years, but he served 21, got out on a pardon, and he he was released in the middle of COVID. He was uh, he's been institutionalized now for 21 years. No program, no nothing to preparing for the outside world. Get released when everybody's wearing face diapers. <laughs> mm, yeah, you know what I'm saying. And yeah. uh, wife of 16 years. When he left, when he left to go to prison, his children were small. When he came back, he saw grandchildren at the age of his children. Mm-hmm. So he wow. had some stress and, and diagnosed with uh, uh, cancer, and oh, his wow. wife, uh, sixteen years, died of cancer, and he start he he started you know drinking, you know, and it and it messed messed up what he had going. He had three days 
until he was released, and it, they pulled him back in, and we're trying to keep them from making him serve another 30 years for some, something that most people would not even get jail time, get jail time for, you know, uh-huh. for drinking. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So the severity yeah. of that punishment. But he did start going to a little church, and he connected with the people, and he was starting to feel like a human and recognized. And you could see that God was, God, he definitely touched the heavens. All all I know is that he did. And we're just trying to figure out a way that he doesn't spend the rest of his life dying behind prison cells locked away when most people that commit murder don't do that. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's, it's just the extension. It's, it's the it's intensity of... Just uh, without mercy is not just. Justice without mercy is not just. Yes, he did wrong, but waiting three days before he was to be off of probation, on the, off the of parole, they violated him three days before they could have waited, and it would have probably just given him just uh, some jail time, you know, on what he'd done in the sending home, but it violated his parole, so it sends him back for the, well, his pardon, and it, it, so he has to go back for the remainder time of what he was originally sentenced, which would be... Instead of placing him on, on a supervised parole, orders for mental health or well, a program or something. Because he was also caring for his his eighty one year old mother. Wow. His wife dying of cancer. He's diagnosed with cancer in and stage he, four. And and caring for his eighty one year old mother. You know. Okay, he he, he drank. <laughs> Yeah, he, he had a drink. <laughs> so he did. Yeah. yeah. Well, wow, that's this sounds so complicated. Is, that's some, some, so complicated. Even the Bible says, "Give a dying man a strong drink." <laughs> and Jesus is the only one that denied that one. <laughs> yeah. I'm just making oh jokes. Goodness. You know what I'm saying? I know. No. I but um. <laughs> but um. But honestly, um. I was sitting back and watching the change and seeing who he is now and what he was. And he done pretty good, you know, on the outs up until, yes, he did drink. He did get caught, you know, driving, and it was re- reduced down to a civil matter. And it was two technical violations. I can understand, you know, putting him in a program or extending the uh, parole and probation for a couple more years or whatever, but not to send him back and put him in there to die um, and have no chance of parole, you know, again. And um, I just... Um, I just think they could have things, you know, done things differently. Maybe offered health uh, programs or something, the mental health ability or something that would help him cope with the outside. While he was and out. he's 60 years old. Yes, he's 16. And, wow. And knowing that you're dying of cancer and him and his wife, you know, when he lost his whole family when he was put in, they had been married for 16 years. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's a long time he split up. They had separate lives. But she died of cancer since he's been home. She died last year. So with her dying wow. and... Um, you know, trying to build a relationship that's no longer there with the kids, you know, because they're grown. The father left them when they were young, and they felt abandoned. So it was hard for him mm-hmm. to take the blame on himself and blame him for everything that happened. And he was trying to do the best he could. And we tried to reach him before the event, and I can't understand him being 
going through five different counties, five circuit courts, and they all throw it out on um, the charges that's against him now. They five different circuit judges in five different counties threw it out, but the probation seemed fit to send him back. Not just I'm, I'm not talking the parole board. Yeah, the parole board seemed fit to send him back. And um, wow. so we're trying to do everything we can. And when you say does he have a skin problem? The only thing that we know that he has is cancer. You know, it is, you know, cancer. Yeah. So maybe that's, you know, we're just saying now, is he, um, you know, I, I really don't know, but that is what we do know that is physically wrong, you know, terminally ill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he is so big hearted and such a loving man and just praise God that he was going to church before he got in trouble and they put him back in. And this little church, he was able to, um, make a, a difference in his life, and he he found God. I mean, you know, he really did. He found God. He was really happy at that little church. And um, mm-hmm. so I just I just pray God's protection around him and, and give him the strength to be able to get through this and give us the ability and the wisdom enough to be able to know how to help him get home. You know, if, God, if, it, right. if, it, if it's God's will to let him, we're not asking for him to be released today. We're asking for him to get help while he's in there and to put him in a, Thing not extended, but don't put him in there to die. You know, I mean, there was other ways of, you know, punishing him, seeking help, you know, knowingly that he's going through mental issues of knowingly that he's dying, you know, and having days that he does, he wished that he died, you know, and mm-hmm. blaming himself for everything. Mm-hmm. You know, when you come out and serve 21 years, it's a hard life to be able to adjust to something that was totally different 21 years ago. Phone systems to everything sure. is different. So, yeah. um, but, um, so we're just uh, seeking God's uh, wisdom and love, mercy, grace, asking for everybody to pray for him and lift him up before God. And um, if it be God's will, let them gate doors of uh, that prison cell open for him, bring him home, because he deserves it. He don't deserve to be in there. Yeah. So, um, well, let me pray. Let me pray. Um, so, Father, we thank you, Lord, for faith, Lord, because we are just putting our faith and agreement out there for him, Father. And I pray, Lord, that you would hear raised prayers, God, that he would demonstrate and put his faith before you, God. And just as um, you were talking and I was hearing, um, just recalling testimonies that I've heard from people that have been jailed and incarcerated and have prayed and how the Lord opened those doors and uniquely found them and, um, you know, um, that they were known and seen by God, Lord. So I pray, Lord, out of the abundance of Ray's heart, that he would place that before you and ask, Lord, um, in faith, God. And I pray, Lord, it's going to take faith, Lord, and that you would demonstrate your power through it. Um, and we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you so Amen. much. Well, thank you so much, and it was nice to meet you, Rhonda. God bless you, and thank you for letting thank me join you. your roundtable. <laughs> thank you so much. It's, a, it's actually really a roundtable. <laughs> You're welcome. God's welcome. Everybody's welcome. But thank you so much for your time and, and all in your prayers. Oh, my privilege. God bless you, ladies. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye.
Okay, 504-282, thank you for waiting. Who am I joining? Who's joining me this evening? What is your name? Hi, it's Nicole from Louisiana. Hi, Nicole. How are you? So much. Good, I'm doing good. Have me mute for one second, and then I'll come right back. So, Father God, we thank you for Nicole. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, Father God, for your work. Um, you know how the word says um, about snow. I was just saying snow, which was so wild. But um, where he says, um, I think it was Isaiah, where the, um, you know, where his word will not return void. And it, okay. Okay. Uh, so, is it Isaiah 11 or is it Isaiah 55? I think it's 55. Spirits of the Lord or Isaiah 11. Okay. Um, okay, yeah, so it's, um, well, 8, 9, 10, but so his, his thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways are not your ways. For the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. So are my thoughts than your thoughts. The ten is uh, what I was thinking. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, and do not return there, but the water the earth, and make it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eaters. So shall my word that goes forth from my mouth, it shall not return to me void but it shall accomplish what I please and it shall prosper in the thing for which I have sent it. Um, so praise God. Uh, so, so it means it will not be empty or without fruit. Oh, wow. That's a powerful word. Yeah. I just seen snow is so beautiful. And um, so thank you, Father God for bringing it forth, Lord, um, in the name of Jesus, bringing forth your word, Lord, that it would accomplish um, on earth, Lord, and provide and be fruitful um, in the land, Father God. Thank you for that, God. The rain and the snow, every element that you send forth from heaven would be fruitful for Nicole's life, Father. In Jesus' name, In Jesus' name, Lord, and we do, we thank you, Lord, for the beauty and the goodness of the Lord, um, that she would be a demonstration of that, God, that she would, um, as we were talking earlier, about just um, being your light, bearing your light, um, and bringing forth your goodness and your beauty to those around us, Lord. And As it declares the gospel, it declares your power, Father, demonstrates. Your, your cross, God. Thank you for that, Lord. Thank you, Lord. If there be anything else, Lord, with the snow. So um, I'm just seeing the snow. Um, uh, like a complete covering so you can't see the sidewalk, you cannot see the grass, and it's either at dusk, like um, in the evening or the early morning, you know, so a time 
Um, I don't know if that represents like the season. Um, I don't know if that's like the latter season or not. I'm not sure. But um, sometimes the snow does come, like I was raised in Michigan, and the snow would come unexpectedly sometimes, you know, because it was so quiet and so gentle, you know. And back in the day, they didn't have all the um, meteorologist advancements and all of that um, to prepare us and to warn us. And um, But we would learn to you know, uh, the signs, right? Even the Bible talks about how, how the fishermen could could uh, detect the signs of the times, you know, on the waters and when the day was going to be this or that and to determine that way by the signs of the times. So, um, you know, I don't know if there's, that's an element as well. Um, that's what I'm speaking of. But, um, but it would always be so beautiful then, um yeah, so I'm seeing it like this, not necessarily newness, but the awareness of it being there, uh, and there's the beauty in it, but it is there, you know, um, so he's saying in the verse, right, that he sends things from heaven. We have this awareness that they're there, um, but it is to purpose. There's not a void to it. It just doesn't become void. There's a purpose to it um, in watering the earth um, on your behalf to bring forth what he's purposed and the thing, right? And and I love how it says thing um, because it's so open-ended and so broad with God. It's like I commit it to my word, but how I demonstrate it, that's going to be up to me, you know. So um, so I love that, you know, and um, just that element of you'll, you'll know, you'll know, you'll understand uh, when it happens. So, uh, Father God, we thank you, Lord, uh, just for blessing Nicole, God, and her family and her household, God. Um, and her every need, God, we thank you for her faith, Lord, that she um, calling in faith, acknowledging you in all of her ways, God. So we thank you, Lord, for just covering all of her ways, Lord, as you covered the grass and you covered uh, the sidewalk, Lord, in the roadway. Father, you cover that, Lord, with your thoughts, Lord, with your purposes um, and your intent, Lord, to, um, to bring forth fruit um, where she is. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow, cool. Hi. Hi, I can hear you. Oh, this is Angie. Are you going to give me one of them double blessing nights? Is that what we're doing? We're double dipping. <laughs> Yes, I knew you didn't want to leave our prayer room. That's cool. Well, um, no, she left her, I think I clicked her just as she dropped. I think I clicked her phone just as she dropped and it opened up, you guys. So um, her phone must have just dropped at the last minute. So um, very cool. Anyways, thank you. Thank you. All right, thank you guys.
Okay. Bye. All right. Thank you, everyone, for joining us, and I will see you next week. God bless you. Shalom.